You're listening to a podcast from 702. Online, smartphone, DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702. 20 minutes now after 5. Right, around 3 o'clock uh, today, news broke that uh, the president has now interdicted the public protector from releasing a preliminary report on the state capture investigation tomorrow. But let's get some details of what exactly is going on here. Um, first, we're going to talk to Khalalelo Masibi, uh, speaking on behalf of the public protector, as well as Tyrone Masego. But let me start with Khalalelo first. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Kalani. Thanks indeed for coming through. If you may, just uh, give us the timelines and what happened this afternoon. Um, yes, this afternoon, I can confirm that the president did um, serve the public protector with the notice of intention to apply for an interdict. All right. Were you expecting it? Did it, did it come as a surprise? Um, I wouldn't say it came as a surprise as um, the president has requested the public protector to defer the investigation to the incoming uh, public protector. So it wasn't, the move wasn't really uh, surprising. And of course, you're referring to that open letter that we all saw. It came about three days ago where the president um, was requesting the public protector to provide him with the names of the witnesses interviewed and the transcripts of testimony. Just going back to that letter then, how did the public protector's office deal with this? Were you able to provide him with what he was asking for? Um, The public protector advised the president to submit questions that will be put to witnesses on his behalf. So that was the response that came from the public protector because um, he has the right to question some of the witnesses, but he has to do that through the public protector. But of course, there was an issue of the timelines because the public protector was going to release a preliminary report by tomorrow. And yet there was this process that the president still needed to go through so is he correct then to interdict the report from being published if he hasn't uh, made his own input? Um, the public protector could have indicated that there wouldn't be... Okay, the, the main thing from the president was that um, even the list of questions that he was given by the public protector was very, very long and... The, he needed to provide information that he did not have at his disposal and within the time that he was given. He also indicated that he was scheduled to go to Kenya on a state visit and that the time that he was given to respond to those questions was not enough. Over and above that, he also needed to, he had asked that he should be given the opportunity to examine the evidence and he also asked for a list of witnesses that testified before the public protector. However, the public protector wanted to conclude the matter expeditiously because it was lodged already on the 18th of March in terms of um, the Executive Members Ethics Act that says that the public protector must investigate and submit a report on the alleged breach of code within 30 days of the receipt of the complaint. So the report has long been overdue. 
And the public protector has also um, given evidence that the president was informed in March already of the intention to investigate, but could not do so at that time due to capacity constraints. So in other words, the report tomorrow was going to be released regardless of the fact that the public, the, the president has not given his input. Um, the public protector is on record saying that she was going to release the report based on what she knows or based on the evidence that she has received. So it was just going to uh, be focusing on what she has been what she, the evidence that was put before her and how it was evaluated. Because again, in the, in the letter that the president uh, made public, there is a, and I'm going to read this paragraph here, uh, the president has submitted that in adherence to the Audi Alteram Partem rule, he as, an, he as an implicated person is entitled to documents and records gathered in the course of the investigation in order to enable him to prepare his evidence. The president is also entitled to question witnesses assisted by a legal representative. So the point is, um, it was well within his right then to interdict the report. Um. It, the, the the bottom line is that um, the the argument or the, the grounds for the interdict is that the president has not been afforded enough time. However, the perpetrator did accede to the request to to question the witnesses. However, she had asked the president to submit those questions to her that she will put that she the perpetrator was going to put to witnesses on the president's behalf. Then um, the main thing here from the presidency is that he was not given um, a reasonable opportunity for to, to, to provide meaningful input into the investigation. He's arguing that he has been given short notice. Okay. So, And as things stand, the public protector is seeking legal advice on this matter. Yes, it is true. She is currently consulting with her lawyers to obtain legal advice on how to proceed. All right. Hey, I must thank you very much, Khalalelo. Let me just quickly turn now to Tyrone Masego. He's been monitoring this issue. Tyrone, you've been uh, tweeting about it uh, throughout the afternoon. What is your sense of what is happening here? Yeah, good afternoon, and to your listeners. Thank you. It's, it's, it's quite strange. I mean, it's very interesting um, on many fronts. Uh, the first thing that I question is the timing of the application for the interdict. I mean, this interdict comes, or the application at least, comes a day before the public protector is due to um, to table the, the interim report, as I understand it, not the final report. Now, the president could have taken this step uh, a long time ago. You know, why why would one take a step a day before the interim report is due? Now, and what I find even more interesting is the matter is then set down which would have been at the behest of the legal representatives of the president uh, for Tuesday, next week Tuesday, knowing very well that by then the, uh, the present uh, public project would not be in office. So, you know, it becomes clear what, what, what's happening here. So at best, the, in, uh, in the pre- on the president's version is that that report would have to be tabled by the new incoming um, public project. Now, I wouldn't delve too much into the attitude of the new public project, which is likely to do or not to do, but we certainly know what the current protector intended to do. So now the question then becomes, why should the current protector, a public protector, not take steps to fulfill 
the role that she has in terms of the, of the act. If she intended to release a report, why shouldn't she release a report? Hmm. So if the public protector came to you then for legal advice, how, what, what would you say? Well, I'm always not inclined to give legal advice uh, over the phone. But in any event, you know, one requires a lot of ev- um, facts here. To start with, I don't know the exact terms of the allegations that are made. Remember that an application of this nature would have been made on affidavit, so there have to be certain affirmations. There's got to be a base on which you apply for uh, an interdict. So things like you need to assert a right, which is threatened here, which or in legitimate interest that is sought to be protected. And there must be, in, in this protection, must be against an irreparable harm. And the balance of convenience must, must favor the president. So, you know, those elements would have to be satisfied. Now, exactly what facts and averments are then put in affidavit in support of, of, of these elements, I have absolutely no idea. So it's difficult to say. Um, but, you know, I have to wrap up it somewhat. And I reckon if the president were to say, look, I need more, I need more time. I have to participate. I've got a right to, to ask witness, to interview witnesses, even if it is through the public protector. That process is not incomplete. You are now prejudicing my, my rights by releasing a report before I've had an input. Well, it's a legitimate argument. Mm. But in the same breath, the public protector could easily come back and say, well, you know what, you haven't participated. You've, you've dragged the matter. The timelines have to comply. And quite frankly, it's not strictly necessary sure. that if I've given you an opportunity to, to, to provide statements and you have failed, I cannot then spend the rest of the year, you know, running after the president. So those are arguments, and they have to be weighed up against uh, one another. And that's what's interesting here. But the timing, the problem is that there isn't much time to do any of this. But I I do want to say one, just one quick thing, Colin, is that this is an urgent application. There's nothing that prevents the court from hearing a matter at any point. There's always a judge on standby to hear a matter uh, on an urgent basis. And I think that this is something that can be argued before the tenure of the, of the current uh, public protector ends to tomorrow end. afternoon. Oh, fantastic. Tyrone, listen, as always, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Tyrone Masego, practicing attorney, but also Khalilelo Masibi, spokesperson for the public protector.